Hello, I'm Zipporah, and it's season three of Talking Blind, where we are working hard in the areas of employment, education, assistive technology, socialization, children and family, and so much more. I hope you enjoy our up and coming episode. Please stay tuned. Hello, everyone. It is Friday and I am back. I hope you've had a wonderful week. I know things right now have been a little hectic out there with people getting back to work and um, things opening up. And I know that there's starting to be a climb in numbers with the coronavirus again. And, um, you know, I just want you guys to know to be safe out there. And then we have all the crime and all the protesting. Black lives do matter. And, you know, we have to we have to all get together. And it's not just, you know, getting together at this time because, you know, one incident happened. And, you know, incidences are coming out that they hadn't shown before. And... You know, I I just I gotta say to our people, um, we gotta uplift each other. And no matter if we're successful in our business, not successful, whatever it is, we need to learn to support each other. We want other people to or other races is to look at us and respect us. We also need to make sure that we're respecting each other and. You know, we need to lead by example. So, you know, I know it's easier to say don't hate on your fellow man or or woman. But again, you know, as a community of black, African-American, whatever you want to identify with, you know, we were born here just like anybody else. And we should be considered American citizens, period and point blank. And we do need to be respected. And we need to be respected by others. And we all, we, we darn sure need to be respected by each other. Stop letting people see us in such a negative light. You know, we're, we're smart, we're strong, and we're powerful. And that's what people need to see about us. And so right there, I'm going to stop with that. And, you know, um, there is a whole lot to be said about that. And people are going to agree or disagree with me. And that's fine. My opinion is that we need to work on us. And we need to stop letting stuff sit to the wayside and bringing it out, you know, later on when things happen we need to address them we need to have black lives matter all the time so this episode today um basically again uh it's my question and answer segment and we're going to get to some emails from talkingblind2020 at gmail.com i have some announcements and we are going to have a fabulous Friday. 
and um, just stay tuned. I hope you enjoyed Monday's episode with Mr. Anthony Stevens, the Director of Development for American Council of the Blind. Um, You know, I really had a good time talking to Anthony about, you know, his father, uh, his journey as a visually impaired person, and the fact that, you know, him having uh, someone that was visually impaired um, in the agencies that showed him that, you know, things are possible. It is so awesome to know that, you know, again, we do reflect on each other, you know, the, the strength that we hold and the strength that we show, um, the newer generation of visually impaired, Not I'm not talking about just because they're young and they're, they're visually impaired, but I'm talking about those that, you know, are going blind now. They see, you know, the, the ones that have been pressing forward, changing laws, um, working hard um, at their jobs and creating new jobs for people that are visually impaired and being active in sports or, um, like I said, in organizations, they have a fighting chance and they're looking at, you know, um, they're looking at all those people and they're saying, hey, you know what? Hey, maybe blindness isn't as bad as, you know, I, I've known it to be all, all my life or what they show on TV. And actually TVs are starting to show, you know, more positive um, roles for blind and visually impaired people. So, you know, I enjoyed um, talking to him and I hope you enjoyed that episode on Monday. If you hadn't seen, um, listened to that, please go back and take a listen. Um, he had some very interesting things to say. Uh, he told us about how they have a partnership with um, Be My Eyes. Uh, it, so, it, you know, again, thank you, Anthony, uh, for joining me on Talking Blind. And I want you guys to stay tuned for our email. Email question and answer from talkingblind2020 at gmail.com. The email says, I really enjoy listening to your podcast and I like how you answer the questions. I'm sorry, my computer just jumped line. In your own unique way. I decided it's time for me to ask you a question because I've been asked many times by my cousins to go out and I always tell them no. However, I love hanging with my cousins and I'm ready to have some fun. My problem is that the club scene is usually dark and crowded and I have a lot more trouble seeing in dark places my cousins don't understand 
just how bad my vision is at night and in dark places. Normally, during the day, I see pretty good. And most people can't tell I even have a vision issue. But when it becomes night or in dark rooms, I'm blind. And it's very noticeable. What would you do in a situation like mine? If you've ever gone to a club, how did you handle the club scene? I know you're totally blind. And to me, that means that you would probably have more issues. I want to go out. I want to have a great time. Tell me what to do. Well, thank you for enjoying the show. Um, I can't tell you what to do, (laughs) but I will give you um, just a few tips. Um, Number one, if your your cousins are saying they got you, then no matter what, they're going to have you. And, you know, we we all still know the cardinal rule. We come together, we leave together. Um, That's one of the benefits of... um, (laughs) you know, going to a a club or something, you know, you you pretty much stick together anyway. So that takes out some of the, the anxiety that you may have. Um, and I'll be honest with you. Yes. I've gone to the clubs. I've done the club scene. Um, I've, I've done it, um, in my younger years, uh, with low vision. I've done in my older years with no vision. Um, and the, the scene never changes. It's the same old, same old. What I have done um, in the past, um, just for, for my sake, is I, I'm, I'm kind of big on explaining to people that I can't see. Um, because again, like I said before, sometimes they don't, they don't realize that you can't see anything. Um, they, they may look at me and think, okay, she has, like when I don't wear my sunglasses, which is probably 70% of the time um, because of my eye shrinking it, it does um, have like a lazy look to um, my left eye so people look at it and they're like okay but because I give so, so much contact um, as much as I can people tend to think I can see something so um, like they don't they don't automatically know that there's no vision there and they don't know how to handle it um, so what I basically do, even in the club, I'll I'll tell I'll tell a guy like, you know, if they come up to you to me and they say, hey, would you like to dance? You know, I'll I'll say, well, sure, but I can't see. So if you take me from here, you got to bring me back where you found me. You know, and we'll laugh about it because they don't expect that. That's number one. So that's kind of an icebreaker. And um, honestly, I haven't had any trouble with that. I've had guys we dance and we have a good time, and then they take me back to you know um where they found me the bar stool or the table or wherever 
and um I've gone out with my sister um and and my sisters they they're gonna they're gonna watch their their eagle eyes and they're <laughs> and I'm quite sure your cousins are gonna be the same way they're gonna they're not gonna let um a guy take advantage of you or you know my sisters they'll 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 dance you know they'll they'll come near just to make sure they they, they the person understands like you know we watching you you know <laughs> so um so you, you'll have that you, you you're gonna have that same relationship with your cousins and when you get into the club you know um and if your eyes are you know not adjusting to the areas surrounding you again you know again it's so crowded you know we we tend to lock lock on to each other anyway um I know we did um even when I was able to see you know to get through the crowd we all kind of locked on each other and kind of made our way through a crowd um so that's going to help you in your vision walk you know when you're walking you know the decided guide or um, the hand on the shoulder thing does not look odd in the club because most people do that anyway sighted or non-sighted because again the crowds are the clubs are crowded and you guys all want to get through and you don't want to get separated so that's a common um if you're going with more than one cousin have them flank you one in the front one in the back there's no way of you getting um lost or getting um uh stumbling over things because you have one in front and one in back put your hand on the shoulder of the other one nobody's gonna think that there's something odd there so if you're gonna if you feel uncomfortable with that you think people are watching you um they might be watching you guys because you're cute and you're walking in with your you know your little dresses on and your heels and everything else so um put that put that vision in your mind and not the fact that they're looking at you because you can't see um I had a big issue with that when I first lost my sight you know when we used to go to restaurants and everything I was I used to think people were staring at me and I, I couldn't really eat because I just thought people were looking at me and you know, I, I used to always be told, uh, you know, ain't nobody looking at you. And I would ask, I would literally, I asked my man, like, is somebody looking at me? And he's like, no, ain't nobody watching you, girl, <laughs> you know? So um, you, 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 in the beginning, you, you notice, you don't notice those things. I mean, you kind of, you feel kind of odd when you first lose your sight when it comes to things like that. But if, if you know for a fact that your vision is um, giving you more trouble in dark places or at night, um, in order for them to understand just how deep your your eyesight changes, you have to go out with them. You have to experience things at night so that they can see. Because if they're only seeing you when you're at your best, they're not going to know how to handle you when um, you, you need their help. So don't be afraid. Girl, go out and have a great time. Enjoy yourself. Or, um, you know... Uh, Again, it's nothing wrong with explaining, you know, like, ooh, it's dark in here. I can't really see that good in here, you know. Um, and if, if you're nervous about dancing with somebody because you're big on, you know, before you dance with somebody, what they look like, trust and believe. I believe your family going to be like, girl, mm, he walking up to you like, here he come. They're going to, you're going to have that pre-warning <laughs> ahead of time. I know, uh, like I said, that's something my sisters would be doing. They'd be like, girl, mm. Lord, please don't let him come over here. <laughs> so you kind of already get that. And again, if you're if you're like me, I mean, honestly, when I go to the club, I don't care. Um, as long as you don't come to me all funky and and stank, you know, I don't. I'm not big on even when I was able to see. I'm not big on looks. Um, 
if I'm there to have a great time, I just want somebody to know how to dance and have a great time because that's what I'm there for. When I go to the club, I'm not going to the club to just sit there. I'm there to dance and, and, and have a great time and, you know, um, enjoy myself. And so just block out all the, all that other negative stuff and go just have a great time. Go have fun, um, dance and get to know some new people, show new people, um, what, just cause you got low vision, um don't mean you can't have a great time because I know for a fact when this corona thing lets up and they start opening up things again I am so ready to go and you know just while out for a little bit I need to unwind and have a good time um you know I mean I'm a simple I'm still a simple girl I don't do the big club thing but I do like you know, going to a jazz club and listening to some music and dancing. I love to dance. So um, I can't wait, you know, to do things like that. And so if you have the opportunity and you want to go out there and enjoy yourself, girl, go have a great time. Um, and again, just explain to your cousins as much as you can. And, you know, like I said, I think they'll just keep an eye on you. You know, don't be nervous. I know you will be the first time, but once you just, you know, once you just let go, pray on it, and have a great time. Please stay tuned for Talking Blind Announcements. As we're reflecting on history, as we all know, today is Juneteenth, um, and also my sister's birthday. Happy birthday, Angie! <laughs> um, you know, for those that don't realize what uh, Juneteenth is, you may have heard it as um, Freedom Day. Um, you know, it was when the federal orders were read in Galveston, Texas, that um, the slaves were free in, in Texas, you know. Um, so, I mean, that was back in 1865. And yes, you know, they read the orders. However, you know, many people were still enslaved. And a lot of people feel that today. And, and it's, it's so sad that we're still going through a lot of um, hatred and and prejudices and things today. As I said, when um, I first opened my show today, you know, I just want everyone to understand that hatred is not the answer. And we just have to, I mean, honestly, we just really need to stop the violence and stop that you know hate against each other and I know I can't just say oh we all should you know join hands and sing kumbaya because we're not there but you know at least try your best to get along with the people that you meet day in and day out and start sharing the positive stuff on social media and not so much the negative stuff and, and maybe the more positive we see, the more positive we'll react to um, 
the violence and get those those people that are in those positions that are allowing um, these people who are just overusing their powers to, to continue to work. You know, go after the ones that are allowing those people to still hold those positions. You know, once you start targeting the the big people, you know, um, maybe more be done. You know, but honestly, I I don't understand. You know the the robbing and the stealing and you know um, to me that doesn't get us anywhere as a people. But um, again, celebrate today and love everyone that you have within your circle. And you know, again, it goes back to the old saying. You know, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. And, you know, treat people the way you want to be treated. And unfortunately, we have some very ugly, hatred, hateful people out there. I hope you guys have a wonderful weekend. Um, happy Father's Day to all the fathers. Um... You know, we, we got to give our, take our hats off to the men um, that step up and, and be parents and and raise their children to be strong-minded children, um, whether they're your child from birth or your adopted child or you took on a responsibility or your uncle and you're taking on a responsibility because there's a, a missing dad, um, whether you're, you're a grandfather who's taking on the, the role of grandfather and dad, you know, hats off to our men. Um, you are, you know, very, very, very much appreciated. Um, my hat off to my man, you know, I just want to say thank you. I love you. And I do appreciate everything that you have done. Thank you for raising um, Alea and Alana. You know, uh, we may not have been the best parents, but we were definitely hands-on parents. And I thank you so very much for stepping up and and taking that role on. And um, I appreciate you. You guys have a wonderful, wonderful weekend. Now, after you have a great time on Father's Day celebrating our awesome fathers, please remember to come and join me on Monday where I will be interviewing Mr. Havander Davis. And just to give you a little heads up, that is the fiance of Miss Beatrice McLucas, who we interviewed for our Live Life and Have Fun segment. Um, she is our beatball player. And he is a male receptionist for the Blind Center of Nevada. So we'll hear his story. And he'll even include a little bit about their blind love. So please come back and join me for that. I'll see you on Monday. Once again, that is the end of our episode. 
I hope you have enjoyed learning more about how blind and visually impaired individuals are working hard in our community. I want to thank you for sharing the podcast with your friends and family and helping grow my listenership. I want to thank you for your donations to keep the podcast going. I am excited about bringing you more content and introducing you to more individuals that are blind and visually impaired and working hard. I hope to see you on our next and up and coming episode. I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.